in the Moto Mart. <laughs> I looked over and was like, hey, frail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. Those fucking, those fucking frail milkshakes. This must be Steve's company. It's definitely the owner-operator. <laughs> wow. It's like, oh, man. I don't, I don't think I'm going to have another beer. I mean, uh, and then Lou's like, cocksucker. Buy these cocksuckers a drink. Yeah, use this. Pay with this. <laughs> uh, whatever I got. Whatever I got there. Uh, and then put the rest towards uh, uh, one of those goddamn kinos. Uh, but you know, you know how I like it. And then Steve's like, ah, oh, I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me one of, uh, yeah, Keystone. Yeah, all right. That is exactly how it happens, too. Yep. And that was every day of my life for a couple of years. <laughs> Welcome to Die. <laughs> Hello, Kevin. And welcome to Die. This isn't your typical weekly episode. I guess it will be. We'll be releasing this on Monday, right? Mm, probably. Yeah, we're going to do this on Monday because we're, we're, we're really cutting into our episodes here. We've only got one more left before we're just fucked. Our so, episode bank is getting depleted real quick. It is. So, this is a weekly podcast. <laughs> Today's a special, <laughs> it's a special episode. So we're going to be talking about some spoogstons. Specifically, our own personal spooky experiences, of which I have far too many. So I don't know if you just want to do like round table style, where we go around and just fucking boodly doodly do whatever. But introductions first. I'm Josh Hargrove. We've got Mooch and Tits across the way. I'm Mooch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tits. <laughs> These Tits. Road hard, uh, put away wet. Uh, my friends used to call me River Tits, but we uh, <laughs> we just shorten it to Tits. Some folks call me Barn Tits, Wagon Tits, whatever. You know, Tits will do. <laughs> We've got some stories. Stories. How many you got, Jesse? How many stories do you think you got? Man, just all kinds. All of them. All of them, man. Okay. Probably about like. Catherine, 80. how many? How many do you think you got? Um, sadly, I think I only have four or five. Okay. Yeah, it's not a lot. I, I've, All right. The obsession has really just drove these things straight out of my life. Well, Kat, how old are you? 25? 26. 26, okay. So, if you have four, five, that's like a spooky thing every five years. That's not too bad. Yeah, I, that maybe, That's maybe it's optimistic. Thank you. So I will say, as I get older, things happen less and less. What's really happening is Josh has spent the majority of his life frequently haunted and pursued by weird shit, and then he met me, and I just drove it away. It's just becoming less and less um, because of my presence. They're called feelings. I don't know. We've. <laughs> I think two, probably two of my stories involve you. You were around or around right after. Yeah. A couple of them, so. <laughs> Josh Hargrove in the haunted vagina. Oh, the spooky vagina. <laughs> but so by the time you guys listen to this, it's past Halloween, because yeah. we didn't have a lot of foresight with this, but uh, whatever. Didn't have a lot of foreskin either. Always um, so, yeah. So today is actually the 29th. We'll probably drop this one on the fifth of November, which is that's fine. What is that? Is it fine? That's um, that's your Netflix having it fit. You know, we, te okay. we technically could just release this on what? Wednesday. We don't have to release one today. We can push it back, and then we'll have one in the chamber for it's next true. week. 
No, we we released episode three today. Oh. Thick. On the Phoenix Lights. Well, that's fine. <laughs> you want to turn that television off? Yeah, I don't know why it played that. Because <laughs> we were talking shit on Hey, spirits. man, that's, that's <laughs> spoopy yeah. as hell. <laughs> so spoopy. You caught it here live, folks. <laughs> Today! Netflix doing what it wants. Be right back. What you drinking? Uh, it is a Yazoo Pale Ale. Yazoo. Yeah, local. Brewed in Nashville. You can go, uh... I'm gonna go tour the Yazoo Brewery. They got one called the Dos Peros. It's really good. It's a dark mm. beer. Oh, nice. I have switched almost exclusively to whiskey. Oh, God. Hey, welcome back. You lost right. a shirt in your journey. I brought my tits with me. Yeah. <clears throat> I brought my spooky, spooky tits with me. <clears throat> I really think all these apparitions are after my nipples. yeah. <clears throat> And I tell you what, they can fucking have them. (laughs) (laughs) All right? They can just fucking have them. I don't care at this point. So, I'll, um, I've got, like, a lot of stories, so I don't know if you want me to fire a couple of them off. Well, we need, we need, Um, we're going to do, like, a joint storytelling session, you and I. Because it's time, it's time to, to gift it to the world, you know? Yeah, we we can save that for the end. Um, I've got a couple I'm probably going to break out at the end. Um, and one big one that I'm not entirely sure I'm even ready to tell the world right now. So, <gasps> Let's start with Catherine. Yeah. Catherine, you Whoa. got any? Jeez. Ladies first. Man. So... I don't know. I feel like I need to give like background on myself or something. I don't know why this one feels so personal, but yeah, set the scene. I haven't set had a lot scene. of weird shit happen to me, and I think it's because I have wanted it so badly. But um, yeah, okay. So I grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere, and um, we had a bunch of land. We had a big pond and an orchard. We were next to a, next to a cornfield. And I used to lay in bed at night and just, like, pray that the UFOs would come and I could just, like, fuck off right out of this whole shithole and go see what there was to see. I never saw anything out there. Um, I, is it okay if we talk about UFOs, too? Is that, yeah, that's, yeah, is yeah, that's cool? right. Yeah. Okay. So, this wasn't a personal sighting of mine, but it sort of fueled the obsession from a young age. But, uh, so we had some some property where we had a uh, we burned everything because we were terrible people who you know knew nothing of expectations and recycling and proper trash disposal i mean you lived so out in the middle of fucking jesus's asshole yeah so like, but we'd burn like tires and shit because we didn't know and we were lazy and that was a cheap alternative mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh so i had an uncle who he went to the uh the burn pit um the other side of the pond, and on his way back, when he turned around and faced the pond, he said that there was a craft um, about the size of a car. He said it hovered, you know, he I think he said roughly eight feet above the water, which seems oddly precise, but I remember that number specifically, and it just hovered silently, and uh, it was your typical, like, you know, pie-ten-shaped UFO, and it had uh, red and green lights alternating on the bottom, and they kind of had like a standoff where he felt like it was aware that he was watching it, and then it just like bolted vertical and disappeared. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, my bedroom growing up was so close to that spot, I could just lay there at night and just like stare, waiting endlessly for something to finally come down and show itself. But uh, I never saw anything there. Never, ever. You know, and uh, I imagine yeah. when... So this is this is my explanation for why you didn't actually see the thing. So you said standoff, right? Yeah. I imagine your uncle spun around and was like, So, <laughs> it's you. And then <laughs> cue the... Uh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Right? Yeah. And he's just like fucking twiddling his fingers at his waist. He's just like, you... Uh, 
You ready for this? Huh? You've been, you've been, you've been watching me all my life, and it comes to this, huh? You nah, try to get me while my back is turned. Man, I don't think it went anything like that. I think he was uh, a very shy, quiet, reclusive individual who was scared out of his fucking mind when he saw this. So no, much see, so because that it's been he's, he's been scared his whole life because he's known that they've been after him. And then it culminated in this moment, right? Yeah. And it's like like out of a movie. He's just like, it sh- fucking flashes to him reaching for his for his side, right? And pointing up in the sky, and there's just a bright flash. And you just hear, ah! <laughs> right? <laughs> and then it like fades into the next day, and he's like, fine. Hmm. Right? Yeah, maybe And then he's it. telling you, he's telling you about the story later, you know? Hmm. So no one actually knows what happened, but they didn't come back. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, what's his name, Randy Quaid in uh, Independence Day when he flies the fucking, mm-hmm. he flies the jet up into the hole, it was something mm-hmm. like that. Hmm. And he was like, I'm back, boys, or whatever he says. And yeah, yeah, that's that's how it went. Well, um, I will revisit that childhood setting later when we come back to my my uh, part of the circle um, because there's some other weird stuff that happened out there to me directly but I did um, eventually see a UFO as an adult but it was in an entirely different location geographically and uh, I guess I don't know I guess guess I'll just jump into it it's a little weird (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah get in there so I had a a friend we used to have uh, what we called black and mild moments where we would just go chill out somewhere and smoke black and miles because we thought we were cool as fuck. I don't know. Hell and uh, we went to the community lake in Perryville. We were there um, just after a storm had finished passing. So there were still some brody-looking clouds and um, occasionally a little bit of lightning. And uh, we're just sitting parked next to this big lake, and there's one other car out there with us. And... Um, the stars are just starting to come out. As the clouds clear, you can start to see um, the stars. We're sitting in the car facing away from the lake, and off in the distance, um, you know, we kind of took note that the, the moon was coming out. You know, there's a particularly bright star, and as the clouds passed, we kind of just thought that it was the moon coming out. And uh, we continued, didn't think anything of it, and eventually the clouds were completely gone, and this... Um, beam of light was much larger than any sort of full moon ever could have been. And it was just getting increasingly larger and larger. And it was still very far off in the distance. But at this point, we were like, what, what is this? Like, this isn't natural. Like, is this like a, like a spotlight? Like, I don't, I don't like pointed right at us. Like what's happening? And, um, we get out of the car and uh, I'm, I'm freaking out because immediately I'm thinking UFO. I'm like, man, my time has finally come. See you guys later. I'm out. <laughs> now is the time. And uh, so as we get out of the car, we start noticing that it's making this really unique figure eight motion. Um, just constant. Like it's hovering in one spot, but it's like it's just doing a figure eight over and over and over again. And I'm trying to record it on my phone, and you can't you can't see anything. There's no perspective. It's useless. And um, at this point, the people in the other car they they see us out there making a scene, and they get out of the car and they start watching too. And it, it was just a probably a couple making out. Really, they were a young couple. They get out, and we're watching. We're pointing, and um, the thing bolts across the sky in the blink of an eye, like completely across the sky. And I'm. I don't know where it is. There's probably some audio of me being like, holy shit, what the fuck, what the fuck, over and over again, because it was instantaneous. And, like, I've been to a lot of air shows because my dad was a pilot when I was a kid. Like, I've seen some interesting things. And that made no noise. There was no, like, delayed, you know, jet sound afterwards or anything. Right. And it was instant. And then we're standing there freaking out, and then it just disappears completely. And I was like, well, we got to follow it. So we, <laughs> we get in the car and I'm like driving around aimlessly trying to figure out where this thing went because I'm just bound and fucking determined to find it. And uh, I eventually gave up and we went back to where we were. And lo and behold, it was across the lake on the other side doing the same figure eight thing. 
And uh, so it was a similar situation this time. You know, we're talking about watching it for you know, you know maybe two minutes instead of like 15 or whatever. And it eventually does the same thing where it bolts off and then it just disappears. And that was it. It was gone. Hmm. And uh, I do remember trying to go to sleep after that for a while and just being like a little untrustworthy because I felt like it knew that I was watching it. Yeah. Um, which I guess is maybe a, a common reaction to something like that. You think it's so much more intelligent than you than it must know that you're watching it. So I've got an explanation for this as well. Okay. Does it involve okay. nickels? No. <laughs> That's, no. that's my, don't you step on my toes like that. <laughs> so, um, it involves your uncle's experience, okay? So it knew, um, so what happened was your uncle had banished it back to the dark realm, oh God. right? Okay. During the clash, the flash of light, where no one knows what happened, there was a battle of wills. All right, and your uncle overcame this craft and sent it packing, right? <laughs> so now you might say that perhaps this was maybe close to 10 years later? Mm, more. Okay, so about 10 years later. <laughs> and to the day. <laughs> to the day. <laughs> and what happened was this craft, you see it just materialize. Right? Because it takes 10 years for it to gain its strength. Right. And now it's like right? bigger and better and doesn't now, need the stupid red and green lights. Right there in front of it is but a descendant <laughs> <laughs> of the one that banished it, right? Yes. So you knew it was watching you because it was, right? So it scans you and it's like, yeah, this is the one. This is Genetics, this. yeah. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see about it now, right? So... It starts moving in a figure eight motion, beckoning you to fight. Right? <laughs> it's essentially a war dance. Right. right? right. It's like you want you want this shit? You fucking you want it? And you just jump out of your car like, What bitch? And it <laughs> fucking takes off, right? And it's like shit <laughs> And it takes off, right? So then you go to follow it, right? And it's like, Oh god, we gotta lose her, we gotta lose her, we gotta lose her. So it's like Let's just go back. Let's just go back. We got to go back to where we came from. We got to go back. We just, we took the way in. We got to take the way out. We got to go back. So it didn't expect you to come back because it figured you were out there on the warpath trying to track it down. <laughs> right. right. But you're like, fuck this shit. You've been training your whole life for this, right? Because your uncle told yep. you about it. Now you're ready. Primed. So you've been training your whole life for this moment. You get back and you're like, Again, you get out and you're like, fucking come on, you sons of bitches. You fucking pieces of shit. And they fucking do the little figure eight thing trying to intimidate you back into your car so they can just suck you up car and all. But no, you're standing out there middle finger in the sky like, come fucking have it. So they're like, fuck this, we gotta go. And then right. they peace out. Right. Yeah. Like, we gotta go for real. Hey, maybe that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in your blood. <laughs> I'm okay <laughs> with that. If they want to come back anytime, it's fine. I I welcome it. Actually, maybe I should say the opposite, and maybe it'll actually happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. The problem is you're scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> but uh, the story is on the MUFON website somewhere, so maybe I'll try and find that and dig it up for the show notes. But, interesting Oh, theory. your story is? Yeah, uh, that same night. I was oh, so fuck, pumped up no about it, I like put it on there. Uh, you, I mean, you have to submit it, and they have to approve it, but... Yeah. It's on there somewhere. I wonder what the approval process is like huh. with that anyway. Um well, I I think it goes something to the effect of do they know of anything in the area? He told me of similar thing who the representative I spoke to. Mm -hmm. He said that there had been similar things in the area before, like in Perryville that had been disputed before, and then he could also mention stories that hadn't been so he knows if there were other crafts in the area at the time um or if there were any similar sightings yeah it was it was interesting oh, I so yeah. i guess they just catalog everything yeah absolutely by by location and i guess i don't even remember i mean this was in like 2011 or 12 yeah so i i don't even remember i haven't been on the website in a while but it's hmm. worth a look. There's some interesting sightings. Like, you can just look up 
you know, pinpoint where you live right now and see if any shit's happened near you, which is pretty cool. But an interesting point I do want to bring up about both of those stories, compared with your story that you're going to get to later, Josh, um, is Uh that they both happen near water. And I do feel like that somehow plays an important role here. Or maybe I've watched Signs like 50 times. God damn it, I was getting ready to say M. Night Shyamalan, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Swing away. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's fucking cheesy. (laughs) Whatever, it was perfect for the time. I mean, I guess. There's a lot of character I don't know. development. Even, I, remember, I remember being a kid. No, don't. We're not even <laughs> no, going to talk listen. about this. No. Yeah, it's I'm a great, shit it's on, on it my a top bit. five. Fuck off. No, it's a great movie. I'm not right. going to deny that. would you that. like to tell your story next? <laughs> I, I, I enjoy the movie. Listen, I got to say it. All right. But that was like a little, little cheesy wheezy for me. All right. So it's like Everybody the dying wife's like, tell... Tell Joaquin Phoenix to swing away. And I'm like, wait, what? And you don't get it until later. And then they're standing in the living room with an alien. And he's like, hey, hey, swing away. Right? Like, swing away. Beat swing the away. fuck like, out of like, the thing. Beat the, shit like, out beat of the it. piss out of this alien with that bat. I don't know. No, I was like, oh. No, hit oh. the water onto the alien. That's they were demons. They and were demons. Then he beat the piss out of it. Yeah, while it was down. Yeah. Okay, so Anywho. I love that movie. <laughs> no, it's a great movie. <laughs> I enjoy it too. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. When the alien reached under the fucking door, yeah. I almost or pissed in, my in fucking corn. pants. Yeah. Yeah. That was literally the, my childhood with the with the cornfield so, right there. <laughs> the fucking the alien coming under the door with his little fucking alien fingers made me terrified of cats. After. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk by a door and there's fucking shit. How many cat hands have you cut off in your life? Yeah, I was gonna say, do you keep uh, yeah. knives around? <sighs> Turn them into a little necklace. So yeah, I guess we can get into my UFO story. I wasn't entirely sure if I wanted to tell it. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I haven't told really anyone. Well, we've got like four listeners, so now's right. as good a time as any. Well, eventually we could have like a bazillion. That's great. So, and then your story will bring out other stories. And so when we when we say these things aren't like geographically close, they actually are. Everything took place in Perry County, it's right? It's a weird place, yes. man. Just in different locations. Um, so, mine was, well, actually, mine was actually technically in Cape County. Close enough. It's like right smack on the edge of the county lines. So, mine took place in a little area called Old Appleton. Um, I was probably 12 or 13. I think it was the summer after 7th grade, which was, what, 2005? My dad stayed, uh, at the time, he was staying alone in this little... Um, trailer essentially out in Old Appleton it was um, off of this gravel county road you can imagine the middle of nowhere it's really just farmland uh, as far as the eye can see so his little trailer was a standard front yards length away from this gravel road Um, and then smack right up against the other side of the gravel road was a fence you've got road tiny ditch um, chain link fence, not chain link, you know, standard farm fence, um, barbed wire topped cattle fence. And um, there's this humongous, humongous field, right? Probably 20 acres or so. Um, maybe close to 40. I don't know. Uh, when you're when you're younger, everything seems bigger. So it's a huge field, and it, at the time, um, it was... Uh, bowl-shaped, kind of like a really shallow bowl. And in the middle of the field was a little pond. Um, The pond was surrounded by pretty large trees, and you couldn't really see any water, but if you looked at the tops of the trees, you could see there was a space in between them, and you just kind of knew there was a pond there. The cows like to congregate down there from time to time and get their bath on. So my dad um, used to be a deputy, Um, for Perry County, Uh, and at the time he was still a reserve deputy. Um, He had just quit and remained on um, in the reserve service. 
So it's God, I don't know what time it was. I was that was before everyone really had cell phones and shit uh, in their pockets. Um, I remember waking up for no real reason at all. Like there was no noise. There was nothing that like sh- shook me. Like I don't know. I, I don't know. I just remember laying there. Suddenly my eyes are open. Right, and there's um, basically blue and red lights coming in my window, and I'm like, oh fuck, the cops are here, or they're close by. Right. So I get up, and I go knock on my dad's door, and he's like, ugh. And I'm like, yo, dad, uh, the cops are outside. Um, you know, I don't know if they want you, if there's something going on outside. Like, I have no idea. I just know these lights are coming in my window. So I go lay back down. I can hear him rustling around. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he gets his shit on, I guess, and he opens the front door. Hold on. So, when you woke up and you saw the lights, you didn't instantly look out the window? No. And was your bedroom on the front side of the house that would, like, look towards that general area? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I guess, no. I don't know, I think instantly, regardless, I, I probably so looked I, out the window. I just remember being a little pissed off about it. Yeah. I'm trying to like fucking being sleep. Like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, like, we're in the middle of nowhere, and you couldn't pick anywhere else in the planet to do your stupid shit at three in the morning or whatever time it was so <clears throat> i remember being a little like indifferent just being like you know waking up and being like dad get up and get these fucking people out of here because you know i don't i don't know yeah, whatever however old i was it's like I'm, I'm i'm over it so he opens the door and he's just like hey come look at this shit and I'm imagining, like, eight car pile up, dead bodies everywhere, you know? Like, I don't know, right? I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe someone's on the ground, like, getting the piss beat out of them by a cop. Like, I have no idea. So I, like, stumble out, you know, kind of half-tired, and he's just standing right outside the front door on the porch. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, what? And he's like, come on out, come on out, you know, come, come take a look. So... I step outside, and right across the field is a fucking thing. And I don't remember talking much while it was there. And I couldn't tell you exactly how long it was there. Um, realistically, it probably couldn't have been longer than a minute or two. Um, it felt like a fucking hour, I guess. I don't know. But... Um, so I remember standing there and looking at it. I probably said something like, Dad, what is that? And I imagine he said something along the lines of, I don't know. But after a, a couple of moments, he like touches my shoulder and he's like, Hey, hey, go. And we're not looking away this whole time. Just like transfixed on this thing. He says, go, go in there in the house on the deep freeze and grab my camera. And he had to standard like Kodak disposable camera you know you fucking hit the little gear thing on the top right so he's like go in there and grab my camera we gotta take a picture of this and I turn around and I walk into the house and as we had the front door wide open um, and as I walk into the living room or no it was like a dining room kitchen area the lights just stop behind me they're not coming through the door anymore and he just like yells he's like holy shit you should (laughs) have seen that I turn around, like, what the fuck? What happened? Then I go back outside. I'm like, what, 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 what? And he's like, man, he's like, no sooner than I told you to go in. He's like, you turned around. He's like, it lifted up a little bit and just fucking disappeared. It was like, it was just gone. He's like, it shot into the sky so quick. I remember him saying, if you would have blinked, you would have missed it. Right. I was like, well, great. I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I did. I, I, I missed it. Thanks for that. So to describe what it looked like, I could see... I don't know how big it was. I would say it's probably bigger than uh, your, you know, your standard two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. Um, maybe, shit, I don't know, 100 feet in diameter, if I had to guess. It was kind of a small pond, but there was a, a central light in the middle, circular, and um, rectangular lights kind of 
coming out from the middle and they were just rotating around and it was so smooth but it wasn't like rotating like a carousel they were like shifting you know like jum 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 right mm-hmm. so you could tell the craft wasn't what was rotating it was strictly the lights but you could tell that the lights weren't affixed to it the lights were integrated as part of bottom the bottom of the craft right like whatever it was made out of was the lights yeah. as well right so um, and the colors were just red, white, and blue. There was like a couple of white lights and probably um, four to six each, uh, blue and red. Um, it was hovering right right over the tops of the trees uh, above this pond, and like any lower. You couldn't see the, the sides or the top. Not really. The, the, the lights were so bright. It was, I couldn't tell if it was because the lights were so bright. Um, or if there was like some sort of cloaking thing, you could tell there was a top because uh, you could tell it kind of blotted out stars behind it. Yeah. But it was just kind of amorphous. There was no definite outline. There was no... Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Do you remember what time of year it was? Um, it was summer. Okay. It was in between school. Yeah. Do you remember... So the craft was silent, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember if you could hear, like, frogs and crickets and stuff? Um, yeah, I don't remember that. Do you remember the weather? Um, yeah, clear. Um, I guess kind of like a slight breeze. Yeah. Um, really clear night, maybe a cloud or two. Um, really, really clear summer night. Um, it was stuffy. I remember the room I was in was just kind of stuffy and mm. miserable, but... Any strange uh, smells or metallic tastes? Um, no, I mean, nothing out of, out of the ordinary. Weird thoughts entering your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I do, well, no, I do remember thinking, like you said, similar to what you said, I remember, like, there was just, like, an innate knowledge that I knew right. it could see me looking at it. Yeah, I, and for me, I didn't know if that was something like where i it was communicated between myself and the entity yeah yeah i don't know or if it was more like um i'm prey and that's a predator and so i feel like a deer in headlights regardless right yeah i don't know but (laughs) it it felt like it felt like we knew we were watching one another yeah yeah like i knew it was looking at me and it knew i was looking at it Mm -hmm. and i just there was like um this just in like i said innate kind of feeling Mm -hmm. I was like, man, and that scared the shit out of me. I didn't really sleep for the rest of the night. Well, no, I guess I did. Like that's such a very close took me, and personal interaction. Yeah, it took me a little while, but I did fall back asleep that night. And then the next day, my my dad and I, we didn't even really talk about it. Yeah. It'd be like like we brought it up, and he was just like, that just was like fucking the wild, fucking huh? Phoenix Lights. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, wait a minute, hang on. Something happened yesterday, right? right? What was I going to tell you about? So it was kind of like that, like next morning i remember my dad made like breakfast we had like sausage and like peas or something he was really big on canned vegetables like we ate them at almost every meal but just like waking up the next morning and like making breakfast and then just kind of like Weird talking shit about happens it sometimes yeah just just being like man that was fucking something huh and just like yep <laughs> weird that is weird. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. And I know I asked you this recently, but uh, so no one went down to the spot where it was observed to like. Check I mean, it no, out. not not that I know of. I know I didn't. It wasn't our land either, so gotcha. I mean, we. I don't even think we were even allowed to be over there. I remember. I do remember asking him if I could go down there to the pond, and he said no. Mm. Um. And I don't really remember if that was before or after that happened. Gotcha. But I, I just, I remember it being, like, off limits, you know? Fine, you probably would have gotten radiation poisoning. That's yeah, fine. I probably would be dead now. I, I, I will say I'm glad it happened to me when I was older, like a little older, you know? Yeah. Um, because as a kid, like, watching the X-Files and shit, like, I was fucking mortified of the idea of aliens. 
and like I just like knew one day I was gonna look out my window like my old house we'll talk about my old house quite a bit there's a lot of stories involved in my old house but I knew I was gonna look out the window of my old house and just like see one mm. just like a little gray just standing out under the single fucking spotlight over my driveway the only <laughs> light for miles I just knew I was going to see one, like, fucking under this yep. light, just in my driveway, staring up at the window, you know. Similar situation. And then, I'd, and then I'd fucking shake my head and look back, and it'd be gone, and then I'd fucking get out of my bed, and it'd be standing in my fucking doorway. Yep. Right? Like, I just knew it. I fucking, I just fucking <laughs> knew it was going to happen. Um, and side note didn't. for listeners, we will probably cover it in another episode entirely, because it's something I'm super excited about, but, um... Cape County, where that happened, was actually yeah. home to the first documented UFO crash um, in the U.S., and it happened prior to Roswell, like years prior yeah. to Roswell. And it was pretty well documented, um, but hardly anyone knows about it, and I don't really know why the Roswell thing gained so much more traction than this. I think it was probably prior to like mass communication, eh. you know. Like, the, really, the only big thing at the time was radio, and I, I, I don't know, I feel like you... Maybe. I think it's... Eh, I don't know. Anyways, we'll come to that another time, but just yeah, an interesting we'll fact, in the general immediate area, there was uh, a big incident like that to have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jesse, what do you got? So, this is about Jack and I, my cousin Jack, um... When we were kids, we hung we've out. spoken about Jack on here before. Do what? So we've spoken about Jack on yeah, here before. Yeah, I'm just clarifying. So, when we were kids, we spent time together fucking all the time. Uh, we were together pretty much every weekend. and Peeing in each other's butts. Yeah. And we were at his friend's parents. Okay, so they, they own property out on Lake Perry. Or they did at the time. They owned like a little lot. And uh, we were out there celebrating 4th of July. Was this Pat's place? Uh, no, it was... Um, shit, Rod's. Rod's. Uh, yeah, okay. Rod's place. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're out there hanging out with uh, you know, it's <clears throat> me, Jack, Garrett, and then my sister and Kelsey and you know all those people. Kind of Schwester? Yeah. So they have a dock... <laughs> At the end, that like goes out to this, uh, out onto the lake. And Jack and I are out there hanging out, you know, throwing shit into the lake. Uh, And then the fireworks show starts. We're both sitting at the edge of the dock, and this firework goes off and illuminates everything, right? The two of us are like watching it, and we see, like, in the middle of the firework, Obviously not in the middle of it, but close to us. There's like this gigantic fucking bat. And this thing had to be had to have had a wingspan of like 20 feet. It's fucking Jesus massive, Christ. huge, biggest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life. And the firework fades, and then we hear like a sound like go over us. And then we scream, shit our pants, and then run back to our parents. The fuck. Who could you, you know, like feel the breeze? No, just heard it. Huh. And, you know, of course, they didn't fucking see anything, but, like, you know, Jack remembers it even to this day. And it just fucking, like, spread wide open. And it, the older I got, like, I tried to rationalize it, thinking, oh, maybe maybe it was, a like, a bat that was way, way, way up close to the firework when it went off and it just cast this really huge shadow, you know? Yeah. But, like, there's no fucking way. It's like I could make out little, like, I could see it and like, little details, like, fur and shit and, like, the little, little finger, you know? Gigantic goddamn bat up there in Perryville. Hmm. And you're God sure damn. it was bat in nature and not, like, avian in nature? No, it had, it had the bat wings. Okay. okay. I remember that. If it, whether or not it was a bat... I don't know. Maybe it's a goddamn pterodactyl. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Could be. There are reports of pterodactyl sightings. Yeah? Yep. I believe it. True story. 
That's the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> I uh, I thought that my um, middle school principal, Mrs. Hurtling, I thought she rode a pterodactyl to work every day. She was too large of a lady. <laughs> Pterodactyls are pretty big. No. <laughs> Not that big. <laughs> she was pretty big. She was very, very similar to Mrs. Trunchbull yeah. from Matilda. Yeah. No. But it was all yeah. fat. There was no strength in there. Like, Mrs. Trunchbull did, like, shot put and stuff. Yeah. So, okay, so this lady was more like Ursula from The Little Mermaid, okay, I guess. valid. Yeah. yeah. Um... But I remember walking outside one time, like, when everyone was supposed to be in class, and I don't remember what the fuck I was doing. I was probably in, like, sixth grade. I remember walking outside. Imagine me skipping class. And I walk outside, and I see her sitting in her car with her driver's side window rolled down, and she's, like, reading a book, and she was smoking a cigarette. For middle school, that's, like, it's, like, a no-no. Right. Right? Like, teachers don't smoke. What do you mean? And we, like, make eye contact, and I just, I just like, freeze. <laughs> like, like you know, kind of like the deer in the headlights thing like you were talking about. I just, like, freeze. I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe if I don't move, she can't see me. And she's just sitting there smoking, and she, like, throws her fucking cigarette out. And she, like, rolls her window up, slams her door, and, like, marches over to me. And she's like, what are you doing outside? You know, blah, 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 during class hours or whatever. And I think I was going to the band room for something. I was like, I have permission. She's like, where's your permission slap? <laughs> I was just like, it's, I don't have it. Yeah. You can call, you can call him. But then she and, like tripped over her own cankle and like. Yeah, she was just really angry that I caught her smoking, and then I told everyone that I caught her smoking. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Fuck that lady. For real, I don't give a shit. This is hurtling. If you listen to this, <laughs> fuck you. She fuck your give a fat shit about you old <laughs> turkey neck. Like, fuck it with a fucking. Fuck it with like a greasy fist. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so he's still angry. No. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I'm indifferent. Hey, here's. I got a real quick, real quick spooky story. Go for it. Um, I was in high school at the time. I was dating someone that lived in a neighboring, um, uh, like town, Marquand. And. All right. Um, in my truck. And I'm driving down, driving down the highway, and on my left, it's almost like a 90 degree drop off of like a hill. And then on the right, it's pretty much the same story, right? So really, really steep on both where's, sides. Where's this at? Uh, heading towards Marquand uh, on A Highway, I think. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so as I'm driving down, I happen to be looking, this is like middle of the night, probably... 11 o'clock, 11.30 at night. I catch something out of the corner of my eye, and I look in my rear view just in time to see a big, like, you know those big-ass, like, bouncy balls that they have at Walmart that are, like, you know, probably foot and a half? Like the big yeah, the big motherfuckers yeah. that you play with when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. One of those yeah. just, like, goes sailing into the side of my truck, bounces off of it, <laughs> and then just, like, fucks off down the hill. So slam on my brakes, and I get out of the truck. I'm like looking around, and there's of course there's nothing fucking there. But like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> you know, like, was somebody weird. in a fucking tree throwing a ball at me? Like, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. There wasn't anybody on the hillside. Fucking, I'll tell you what it was. Fucking space, space bricks. bricks. God damn. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. They probably just fucking shaved your wife right probably. there on the spot. Probably. Because knowing you, you were probably texting. No, and man. This is back. No, this... suck my ass. All right. You were doing this something stupid we... while you were driving. This is when we right? had flip phones. You were like bent down trying to suck your own peen or something while you were. You're doing something else other than driving while you were driving. Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. And probably this jamming man, out the music or something. This man, this space prick, went back in time to throw a bouncy ball at your truck. <laughs> but then is he being a prick if he saved my life? Well, he threw a ball at you. Yeah, but you said he probably yeah, like, saved my life. Maybe it like roused well, yeah, but, like, you, he and and then you like didn't hit something. He, he could have like been nicer about it. 
just like showed up and been like, hey, don't drive there tonight. Like, just show been... up in my fucking passenger <laughs> yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Hey, buddy. Nicer. Fuck! <laughs> Means better than sitting in the fucking tree like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any any second now, <laughs> and then there you come around the corner, like sucking your own dick, and he's just like, nah! <laughs> as soon as you come by, you know, that's kind of a space prick thing to do. So, sounds like a space prick. A little bit. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of part one. Um, if you stick around, we're gonna kind of break from tradition early. I know. Um, we usually do episodes every Monday, but this is a three-parter, and we're fucking not really great at planning stuff out ahead of time so we're going to smash these three parts into uh, two weeks so we're going to do one now we'll probably do one um, Thursday the 8th and uh, you can expect part three next Monday and then we'll be back to our normal business Yeah. then we will resume regularly scheduled programming so we we wanted to do the spooky stories we didn't know it was going to be this long so we're just breaking it up into three parts so you, you fucking deal with it, right? You don't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. All right. Stick around. And I want to say, I want to say, because this is super important, November 6th, go fucking vote. Yeah. Fucking vote. God damn it. God damn you. Go vote. Do it. I don't give yeah, a do shit. It. I don't give a fucking do shit. It. Just fucking do it. All right? <laughs> don't give, don't throw your fucking lame ass excuse at me. Your employers have to let you off of work by law to go vote. Go fucking do it. All right? I will come to your house and beat you half to death. I will fucking do it. Go vote. <clears throat> Fun fact. Anyway. I'm not going to go vote. I will fucking so. fist you in the ass <laughs> Josh doesn't vote for the same reason he doesn't recycle. <laughs> what? Just ain't cost effective, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm reevaluating you as a person and our friendship. You fuck off. You know I've never voted a goddamn day well, in my life. you fucking should. I haven't You either. aren't even a fucking registered voter. Yes, I am. You yes, shithead. I fucking am. I registered online. <laughs> and I'm right. getting an absentee so, ballot. So, here we go. Uh, we like to leave these things off with some tunage. Um, Man, I'm totally going to smoke weed if this passes. I'm sorry, Josh. I just need you to know now. Dude, I hope I hope, yeah, I mean, I hope right. weed passes in Missouri. That would be awesome. I still have... Uh, I have employers that have rules against that, so I'm not going to do that. I mean, yeah, I'm not either, ever. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So um, so this, this song is from a group called Heart of Jordan. Um, they are hard rock alt metal from Lansing, Michigan. Um, if you like Kiss, Slayer, Kill Switch Engage, Tool, Soundgarden, Bullet for My Valentine, August Burns Red, or this other group called Etc. Never heard of them. Those those are a um, lot of different rock genres all in one. <laughs> it's all over the place. Honestly, it's all over the place. Uh, I don't know. Look, man, I don't I don't pick them. They pick me. Yeah, yeah, so, um, they sent me their entire album and recommended a couple of songs. So uh we're gonna stay spooky and I'm gonna we're gonna debut the track called Shade. Join us next uh join <laughs> us Thursday for part two. Fucking see ya. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>